Hello, this is Dan Winter, and this is the Montesano School District Podcast. This is part three of our uh, three-part discussion with Tim Trimble, Athletic Director at Montesano High School. Feel free to subscribe in order to stay up to date with the goings-on around the district. We'll be holding brief interviews with staff, students, and community members to discuss topics that may be of interest. Today, we have Tim Trimble as our guest, and we'll be talking about some issues with athletics. Tim, welcome back to the podcast again. Part three of our discussion about athletics. Well, we, if we haven't bored them to death by now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a go this time. All right, let's talk about, we talked about this uh, in a previous episode about the number of schools we have in our league and the challenges that we face trying to schedule games. And I believe you said that we have five teams in our league, so uh, we play each of them once in football and twice in, in all other sports. And that leaves a lot of other games that you have to try to find. Talk about how you go about finding those games and uh, why we end up with who we end up with. Well, uh, to be honest with you, it's a struggle. Uh, but, but, but you know, the, the issue is uh, you have to get a quality opponent. You have to get opponents that you're going to be a good game or you hope it's a good game, and it's good for both schools. Um, as most everybody knows who follows our football team, um, those opponents are starting to not like to play us or want, want a different game or want a different experience. So we've had to get on the road and go find those games, and those are uh, hard to get. Not unlike our softball team or baseball team or basketball team or any of those people, it's you have to get out there and and I guess kind of beat the streets to to find a quality opponent and a quality game for your kids. Um, in softball, we've opted for double headers and we'll move to uh, Auburn, for example, to play Auburn Riverside or Auburn Mountain and and try to get both of those schools at the same time. You know, uh, baseball same way. Um, in basketball, you, you're 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 really struggling because you don't want to get too far away because some of those games have to be on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night, and they're on the road, so you can't have your kids getting home at uh, midnight. And I think that's the problem yeah. with being a one A school in this location. There aren't a lot of one A schools near us, mm-hmm. so we can go down to uh, Castle Rock and like the bas- boys basketball will do on Friday night, mm-hmm. or you go down further south. Or you head up into Tacoma. Um, where else would be the nearest spot? There are not a lot of them around here. No. Which is why we may end up playing schools that are much larger than us. Uh, and we may have to take a game where we're at risk uh, of maybe not having a, a good outcome. It's, it's um, you, you know, you try to get those 2A schools that are close to us. And honestly, I try to get Tumwater, Black Hills, Rochester, Aberdeen, Centralia, Shales. They're the closest ones to us. And um, those are the ones that we need to play on Tuesday and Thursday night so we can get back home in a decent hour. And then if you look at football, we played Port Angeles. We played Aberdeen. Those are 2A. We played Shelton, Shelton which is a 3A. 3A. Woodland is a 2A. So there were a, a number of larger schools, which we'll play again next year. Mm-hmm. And... You know, those were strategic, strategically scheduled games so that it wasn't uh, putting our kids at risk in terms of uh, peer numbers. I mean, those are 
those are good matchups for us, I guess is the best way to yes, put it. Yes, uh, they are good matchups. Um, I'm like I say when when you're a when we provide them a quality game, you, you, it's really difficult for other schools to take on that challenge. And I don't want to say that we're better than everybody else, but we have put a quality. Uh, product on the field and on the court and on the baseball diamond and softball you know we we put a quality product out and if you have to be willing to take a chance and I, I tell all of our young coaches we cannot be afraid to lose it just is it's it, we got to make turn everything into a growing opportunity and if we happen to lose then we're going to try to learn from that just as a, any win would we would try to uh, learn from a win and I think you can say that across the board of all of our sports with scheduling. And this is not just something that you do. I mean, yeah. the coaches have some input about who they want to play. I know that Pat Pace has a list of, of softball programs that he wants to play, and he wants to try to play the best ones out there. I think uh, Julie Graves with her girls' basketball team has done the same thing. Played Cashmere the last two years, one of the top teams in the state, regardless of classification. And uh, I think that's – our teams are, are up for the challenge of wanting to play the best opponent we can get. I would agree. And, um, you know, well, probably one of my um, things I wish I could have got was that gr the girl from Cashmere. I wish I would have got her to Montesano so that we could, our people could see what a great basketball player she really was. We don't look, uh, I, our coaches, I try to give them the, uh, we'll play anyone, any place, anytime. And they have adopted that as well. And it, it is a challenge. And like I said, we, we don't look to win. Uh, we want to win, but we we know there's a lot to learn from a loss as well. So let's talk about uh, a sensitive topic for a lot of people, and that's the private school issue. Every year around tournament time, whether it's football or basketball or softball, baseball, whatever it is, there's always private schools that are participating in those state tournaments. And the, the complaints always come up that the private schools should have their own tournament. I have my own opinion on that. Um, I guess I look at it as if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best and just go play them. What are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, all my thoughts are probably different than the uh, casual observer. First of all, I agree with what you just said. Um, yeah, I don't really care who our opponent is. I just know that um, I want to win. And if we're not good enough to beat them, then we're going to try to figure out the next time how to beat them. And sometimes it feels like, hey, they may have a little bit of a advantage. Okay, so what's their advantage? And then, so that all goes back to maybe there's a socioeconomic advantage. Maybe, um, and maybe it's uh, prevalent in private schools. And I can tell you that in the discussions that we just had pre in previous podcasts about the socioeconomics, that... Um, that came up, okay? So, but the private schools will look at you and say, well, there's a difference in private schools because some private schools, you know, only cost uh, $5,000 a year to go to. And there's other private schools that cost 30000 So there's a difference in private schools. And they're, they are part of the WIAA. So therefore, until things change, we're going to line up, as we like to say, strap it on against them, and we're going to uh, compete. Um, if I, to give you my personal opinion, I really wish that the private schools would have a good of following as Montesano does. So when we go play, Montesano goes to play a private school, we'll look across there, we'll have 
100 people and they might have 10. Again, I hate to make it about money, but it's about money. And uh, I will also say in our case with the Trico League and the Evergreen League, we have two private schools, uh, Kingsway and Seton Catholic. And they have been absolutely phenomenal to, be, to work with. They put a quality product on the field. Uh, they treat you uh, as a worthy opponent. And they have honestly been great partners. I don't, I don't know about that through the rest of the state, but I know that for us, it's uh, not an issue in our league. Do I want to win? Yes. Do I want to, do I not like losing? I don't like to lose. But uh, they're part of the WIAA, and when we match up against them, we're going to play them. And I would agree with you that Kingsway and Seton Catholic have not dominated uh, in any sport for any um, any consistency, and I think they've given us good quality games. It's been good competition. It boosts the strength of the uh, District 4, 1A schools, and so I would agree that it's it's been a good experience, at least for us uh, in District 4 with those schools. Uh, I, yeah, uh, they've been, uh, like I say, great partners. So real quick before we wrap this one up, that uh, we talked about the the amendments that are coming up in January. And uh, when we got done, one of the things you talked about was making sure that people were clear how that gets determined and that it's not necessarily Montesano gets a vote and Elma gets a vote and so on. So talk about that really quickly. Uh, yeah, so there, as you know, the state's divided into nine districts. And the nine districts are made up of different schools. For example, District 4 well, gets a, a, class, a, a vote from every classification. So we might have six high school votes and two junior high votes. Um, some districts don't have that. So it will take, it takes 60% of the votes to pass. And I believe in high school there are, I could be wrong here, 36 uh, possible votes. So you need 60% of 36 to pass. Each district has a certain number of votes. And and what, the way we do it is our league will talk about it and present a vote. And then our league comes to the District 4, presents their vote. And while our league may support something and District 4 doesn't, then we may we may not even have a positive vote from what our league wanted. So it's, um, it's a, a little bit of politicking that goes on, but mostly it's by discussion at Rep Assembly that will be happening in uh, January, and we'll see what happens. It's a, it's a uh, sometimes a slow process. Okay, and I don't think we can can complete this athletics uh, podcast sequence without talking about our newest sport, which is girls bowling. Talk about that, how that uh, came about, and I would encourage anyone who uh, gets a chance to hit on down to the bowling alley and watch these girls bowl. It's it's really fun to watch. Yeah, you, uh, you hit that on the head. Uh, what happens is uh, we have to give um, our students a, a student interest survey every three years uh, for the OSPI um, audit. And uh, it showed that our girls uh, had an interest in bowling. And we have uh, Bulldog Lanes down here in Montesano, and they've been so accommodating and so great, gracious to allow us to use their facility. And it is a WIA sport. Our girls have a chance to go to state in girls bowling. And uh, how exciting would that be to put them on the back of a fire engine and uh, escort them out of town? <laughs> uh, that'd be really fun. So, um, but basically, it, it's a whole, it's a team event. 
they have an absolute uh, blast. I go to uh, all, most all the home ones and I watch them. And uh, it takes a bit to try to figure out what's going on. But uh, that's how that came down. And it's a WIA sport. And our, our girls needed more activities and more uh, things for them to participate in. And so we were able to add it. And uh, I tell you, it's, uh, it's really been fun. The other neat thing is we've had students that have shown up to watch and support the bowlers, mm-hmm. just like it's a football game or a basketball game. So shout out to those of you that have gone down and supported the bowlers. And if, you, like I said, if you haven't seen it, I think we call them keglers. Kegler. Dan. Okay. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't had a chance, get out there and watch a bowling match because it is, uh, like I said, it's fun to watch, and these girls are doing a great job, and we're just really excited to have that as part of our athletic program. So thanks again for being here, Tim. You're uh, welcome. You know, there may come a time later in the year where we want to revisit a couple of these topics or some new ones that we come up with. So stay ready. Well, go ahead and phone in your uh, questions and we'll answer them later. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot.